All right, day 254. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. I'm John. I'm Keith. And I'm Beth. Uh, Beth Moore. <laughs> Beth. <laughs> Wonderful. All right. And just a reminder, this is a podcast where we're trying to remind you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to look through it and see God. We don't come to it primarily to look at it and see ourselves. Once again, we're here in the Gospel of Luke with our special guest, uh, Beth Moore this week and we're just going to pick up right where we left Mm -hmm. off luke chapter five okay now well of course we have the calling of the first disciples we've got where he tells them put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch and Mm -hmm. and uh that the simon answers back this of course is peter um you know we've worked all night but if you say let down the nets we, we will and the the beautiful part of it to me when we get of course we can't we can't spend all our time doing one just single verses here but this is too good to miss come on it says in verse eight when simon peter saw the catch because the boat began to sink they were so full that he falls at jesus knees and he says go away from me because i'm a sinful man and mm-hmm. the the parallel with isaiah hey, uh, is so miserably six. beautiful i almost I almost can't bear it because it's this seeing that and instead of him seated on a throne you know here he's the boat it's the boat and and the floorboard of the boat is filled with the robe (laughs) you know it's just like what Um, what but he just falls down and goes oh he knows he's god there's something different yeah he's built different yeah oh yes Mm -hmm. so i absolutely love it from now on you will be catching people you know just and god just tell them over and over again in their calling and when you've been in a calling as long as i have and john you Mm. are have been in plenty long and Keith, probably you as well. It doesn't take long to know <laughs> that there are things to be afraid of in ministry. Right. You know, we wish that we it was always well received. It's right. not. Right. So there are things to be afraid of. But don't be afraid. From now on, this is what you're going to be doing. Right. But we'll go now into when we talked about in Luke chapter four that 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 Jesus is so drawn to those who have been outcasts in society. That yeah. we, one of the things we want to look for in the Gospels, all four of them, and you see it all over Luke. Okay, exactly what compelled Jesus, what drew him, uh, yeah. and that what what repelled him? Uh, yeah. What did he draw back so, from and find this is good. Fi- find to be distasteful? Yeah. Yeah. And in that, we'll see we'll we'll see Christ likeness. This is this is what drew him. This is what this is what made him back off. And of course, he comes to this. Um, to this one, just saying, if 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 you're willing, you can make me clean. It it makes me want to cry because mm. we don't know leprosy, mm. but we know, I know what it feels like to be unclean mm. and to feel like people know that you are. And uh, so the the beauty of that is almost unbearable. And, he, you know, I'm willing and he's always willing. Something is about to happen now, this, this gorgeous part in verse 17 when we're going to see him pronounce forgiveness of sins right the son of man listen this is life to me because if this were not so i don't know where i'd be because i've been pulled out of such deep and dark places in my life the son of man has authority on earth to forgive sins and we're gonna and listen this is when now there's a big problem right because the teachers of the law the pharisees are going they are going to object all over the place because only god can forgive sins but you see him doing this the man um who is paralyzed who's who's uh, brought through the roof um and down set before him and he says to them seeing their faith friend 
your sins are forgiven. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm so glad he doesn't just like the ones I'm talking about are the following. Right. <laughs> you know, right. Thank right. you, God. Right. We don't get a list here. Right. But this pronouncement of his forgiveness of sins and it, it having whatever, we don't know what all it has to do, what all is involved here. But immediately he gets up, picks up the mat, and he goes home glorifying God. And it's just it's just gorgeous. Next thing we know, Levi the tax collector, these, the, these, the, it were always coupled together with tax collectors and sinners. sinners right. It's like, okay, what, what is the variance that right. scripture is making between those, those two things? Cause we know they're all sinners, but right. listen, these were despised people. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love the fact that Jesus shows himself to be the body healer and the soul healer. So, so he heals the man with leprosy, literally. And then the man who comes on a stretcher who's paralyzed, he's like, you really need forgiveness of sins. And then he comes Levi, who's this tax collector, like you okay. said, Beth, who, All right. who is not down and out. Yes. But he's, right. he's up and out. He <laughs> works yeah. for the empire. Yep. And we don't, right? he works for the Romans. Why would he come follow a Jewish man? Right. Um, so we see all those things and Jesus says, no, I do both, right? right. I yeah. forgive sins. Your soul needs to be cleansed. Yeah. And I heal bodies. I restore. You ain't got nothing I don't do. You ain't got right. nothing I don't do. Right. No, you <laughs> yeah. don't. I you do know, it all. I, you, I do it all. I do it all. And okay, let's not forget who our writer is here because this is, according to, I love uh, Paul's words about Luke in Colossians chapter four, Luke, the beloved, yeah. the deeply loved physician. Mm. And so mm. I don't know about you, but I see such authenticity here because yeah. not only in Luke, but right. we also find the same in Acts yeah. that he's recording one healing after another, another. Right. and Keith with these variances. Yeah. And so this is a doctor. I'm just going to tell you if... This would have been somebody asking all manner of question right. from those eyewitnesses. And right. then what? And then what? Well, what did it look like? Well, what do you, when the leper was cleansed, uh, what do you, I mean, did he like grow back the appendages? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yet this is the one and he is giving us record after record after record right. of these healings. And what what beauty yeah. that is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like when Jesus was healing the body, people weren't mad at him when he talked about forgiveness of sins, Good. then they get mad 100%. and you know that it's like, they aren't mad at what now, they're mad at a who. Absolutely. Because anything that the who does, they're mad at, yes. right? He's eating with Levi. Yes. Why are, are you, you eating with them folks? With him. Yes. Yeah. He's fasting. Why don't you eat at all? Mm. There's he's, nothing, nothing you can do right. He's eating on do the no Sabbath. Wrong. Yeah. Why are you working to eat now? And it's like you see these folks that are on the wrong side of every door. And it's like, wait a minute. Y'all ain't mad at what I'm doing. Y'all <laughs> are mad at you don't like me. me. Right. That's exactly yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. That's exactly right. We've got the 12 apostles. If we're going on into six, we got the 12 apostles there. I mentioned mentioned by name, but I'd love to glance down. And I know you guys have already been in Matthew, but we just cannot uh, overlook bringing up the Beatitudes because to me, when when he says, blessed are you who are poor because the kingdom of God is yours, blessed are you who are now hungry because you will feel, to me, if we get to the end of that and when I, I think, what, what, with this upside down kingdom, what right. was he getting across to us? Because yeah. we don't feel very blessed in any of those mm conditions but i think that he was making the point and i think about this all the time in my own life 
Blessed are you if you need me because you will always have me. Right. That anything that puts you in a posture of need, mm. oh, blessed are you. Right. Because, listen, meeting your need, lifting you up when you're down, filling you up when you're empty. Oh, I am fabulous at this. Oh, it's so and he beautiful. he counters it with the woe. Yes. And now it's woe to the, all oh, right, yeah. look, world, you think that prosperity is a good thing, but God's saying, woe to those who are rich, right? Not that money is bad, but it's that it can get us to a place where it had, like, we don't have it. It has our heart Absolutely. and allegiance. And we Absolutely. assume, right, I don't need God. So the people that don't need or don't think that they need God, they never come to God for help. That's right. And if they don't come to God for help, That's then they right. don't receive God's help. So it is, Jesus is kind of reorienting yes, the is. way that we look at both wealth and poverty. poverty. Yeah, Absolutely he is, and says more about it. I mean, it is continual that we, we know, I think we, we often say how much he says about the poor and toward the poor and to the poor in uh, the Gospel of Luke, and, and perhaps all uh, four Gospels are um, emphasize it in in equal measures. But he, but the way he goes after the rich here, right. it is like warning. I mean, he is flashing a red light constantly yeah. well, because you miss your need of me, and you've had it. Yeah, one of the things that uh, Luke is going to bring out in Luke and in Acts is just this theme of possessions. Mm -hmm. So yes. we'll get into later, like the rich young ruler, yes. the parable of the rich, rich fool, fool. Yes. all these things, Acts 2, Acts 4, where they take all the possessions and bring them, right. right, all this stuff. And so we even see here how Jesus is, no, like you're, you're meant to have possessions. They're not meant to have That's you. That's exactly yeah. right. So. Exactly right. All right. Uh, Seven mm. and eight. So he, he comes... This Roman centurion comes and he heals his son, right? Yeah. Or his slave. And yeah, we just see here again that Luke, Gentile writer, Jesus is coming for the Gentiles as well. Yes. And that is part of the plan of God. That's another thing. Like God's plan is unfolding in Luke. Right. And that's why you're going to see, I don't think he says it in his text, but it is necessary. It is necessary. It is yes. necessary. And we just see the plan of God. No, no, it was always for all people. Yeah. Just like the genealogy we talked about. It was always for all people, yes. not just for one ethnic group. All the sons of Adam, oh, not just the right. sons of Abraham. And right. I mean, from the very beginning, um, right. as, as the apostle Paul said, that God was preaching, the scripture was ah, preaching Galatians the gospel beforehand, right. saying yeah. through you all nations shall be blessed. So this is again what we're going to, this fulfillment, this this beautiful um, continuation of the redemption story. Yes, mm. absolutely. So important to us. Well, you know, guys, I have to get to got the to. Pharisee's house. Got I've just to. got yeah. to <laughs> yeah, right, because right. in a lot of ways, this, if somebody said, what is the story you probably most find yourself in mm. in that in that difficulty of our of our humanness and our brokenness well mm. this woman who is known in that town i've said to, to women from time to time in luke 7 37 this is going to be when he's having dinner at the 
at Simon the Pharisee's house, and then right. the woman's going to come right. in. And it says in verse 37, a woman in that town who was a sinner. I, and, I, you know, I've told many women, if you're going to be a sinner, move to the city. <laughs> because let me tell you, you don't want to be in a small town <laughs> and be known as a woman who is a sinner right, because right. everybody knows you. Right. So you, she goes in, she just... She pours out this this perfume. She stands behind him. She's she's weeping, talking about this display of affection, washing his feet with her tears, and you know, kissing them, anointing. Them. And well, the Pharisee is just he is just stunned. And I think this question is so important. If he were a prophet, he would know who and what kind of woman this is and who is touching him. She's a sinner. He would know. Okay. And, and Jesus is going to say to him, do you see this woman? I love that he is directing the eyes of this man mm. to see that woman through his own eyes. Oh, that's good. He's, Simon, do you really see her? Do you really see her? So he tells him this little parable, this little story to set him up for it. You know, which one was forgiven more and the one with the larger debt or the one with the smaller debt. Mm. And then he said, I want you to notice with me, gentlemen, because this to me is a very remarkable part of the the display of the gospel, because he says to Simon, did you notice that you gave me no water for my feet, uh, but she my did feet are with still her tears. Dirty. You, you <laughs> gave me no kiss, but she hasn't stopped kissing me. You didn't. The, Pharise, the Pharisee was all about what you didn't do right. in order to be devoted to God. Yeah. Uh. All of a sudden, you start seeing this turnover, this shift happen, because it suddenly becomes, and it will, through the call of the disciples all the way to our time today, where we are, we were never meant to be more characterized by what we do not do than what we do, mm. because this was a woman who knew love when she saw it, and so she just poured it out, because the most natural thing you do with your life when you really have encountered Jesus, and you know it is Jesus, is you pour out every thing you have. And then once again, y'all, he says, your sins are forgiven. So very important thing is happening in the body of Luke here, Mm. because Luke is going to go back and forth, man, woman, man, woman, man, woman, man, woman. He is showing us over and over again, this is the God of both men and women, the Savior that attends to both women and men, because he's flipping this back and forth. We are not meant to miss that he is going, that this is another one he's saying, your sins are forgiven, and this one's a woman. Yeah. Chapter 8 is going to end off, and we see this one, right? Then his, uh, and I love that last one, then his mother and brothers are outside. Mm-hmm. They want special treatment, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, nah, we've got this close relationship with him, and Jesus shares these words, right? Who are my mother or my brothers, Right those who do the will of God. This is not a statement of exclusion. It's a statement of profound invitation. No, no, listen, anybody, man or woman, Jew or Gentile, everybody I've interacted with thus far, all those that confess their need of me and live like it in this upside down kingdom, it's that that admittance of weakness that is your key to admission. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. He now he's messing with the family. Right. And so right. this is, starts getting really, really yeah. complicated yeah. because yeah. it's like we thought we knew exactly what family looks like. I'll tell you what family looks like. I got to tell y'all one thing before we go 
uh, further to another segment. I I have to draw attention to Luke 8, 1 through 3, because this portion of Scripture, I would have gone all the way into mm-hmm. my 40s oh, and 50s, it. having never heard a sermon on it. Right. I mean, I, I knew it was there by then, but I, it's always the most curious thing. And I just want to read it. We don't we don't have to go there long if we don't want to. But just look at this after he was traveling. It's Jesus from uh, one town and village to another, preaching and telling the good news of the kingdom of God. The 12 were with him, and also some women who had been healed of evil spirits and sicknesses. Mary, called Magdalene, seven demons had come out of her, Joanna, the wife of Husa, um, Herod's steward, Susanna, and many others who were supporting them from their possessions. Mm. Wait a second. Right. Wait a second. Right. You know, we were always trained to only see this small band of men, and suddenly Luke tells us, wait a second, these women were traveling with them at many of these places and funding the ministry. With a backbone. Yeah. I just, that is a game changer. And he's, Luke is outrageous about it throughout the whole gospel. He's just not afraid to make sure we know Christ's very strong intentions toward women. Oh, I would just love to do that. Lord, um, we all have access to this God that says, none of you who need me are left out. Mm. None of you, none of you. Uh, Lord, I love, it's in this segment of scripture that we have seen him say, physician comes for the sick and as one who needed you so desperately lord pulled out of so much darkness and so much sin i cannot say enough what kind of peace that gives me i thank you for the kind of savior that you are and i pray today somebody listening is just going to know she is going to know he can trust you 